0: As for me, Nicole Byer was exploring why I'm still single, but five years later, it's been unanswered. So, <laughs> I'm just exploring love and relationships and trying to get some advice on the way. My guest today is a hilarious comedian who was once named one of Variety's top 10 comics to watch. He can be seen in Netflix queer stand-up special, Stand Out, and the comedy lineup, and performing to sold-out crowds all over this beautiful planet. What is this
1: accent? <laughs>
0: Here's a new special. Hair plugs <laughs> and Heartache is now available on YouTube. I'm thrilled he's returning to the podcast. He's my good friend.
1: <laughs> what good is sitting, sitting alone, alone in, in your, your room?
0: room. There I was, March 2020, <laughs> sitting alone in my room. It's Mateo Lane!
1: Woo! Thank you. Oh my God, Nicole, look at it. Oh. I bought Mateo. Oh. <laughs> I love this shirt, Nicole. Look.
0: I bought Mateo a present. It is a sweat. I'm wearing it, it. today. Uh, you are yeah
1: it oh, smells good it. oh
0: my god thank you to Cole. i washed it i bought it from depop and it is a little crop sweatshirt that says pasta and then there's and there's three, three guineas three little can i say that
1: I wouldn't recommend it, but there's three Guinea Dago wops standing right there. Oh my right god!
0: There. I feel like that was uh, yikes! Uh, I don't know. Uh, they didn't feel good. There's uh, yeah three little Italian, well '80s Italian. Ci sono, ci sono, ci sono. Tre ragazzi. Tre ragazzi.
1: Tre ragazzi. Tre ragazzi. Italiani.
0: Italiani. Sì. Ah, sì.
1: Do you remember what I taught you in Italy?
0: Um, usona belladonna. Oh
1: wait. Well, I mean, that does mean I'm a beautiful woman, and you are, yeah.
0: Usono bianca donna. Yeah, I'm a white woman. And I went around <laughs> Italy saying that, and people kept going, "You are a nice woman, but white you are not."
1: <laughs> My friend Francesca was smoking a cigarette. She goes, "You're many things, but you're not white." <laughs> Nicole could not stop laughing.
0: Ugh! Listen, it's funny to tell foreign people you don't know what race you are. <laughs> Because it's very confusing for them. They're like, do I break it to her?
1: (laughs) Imagine that, like, you didn't know until you were 36.
0: I mean, there is somebody in this world who doesn't know they're black. Yes. And I want to
1: meet them. And I want to break it to them. There's lots of people that uh, don't know they're gay.
0: There's lots of people that don't know that they're white.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyone in particular. Listen, there's always people
0: on my mind, Mateo. Woo. Wait, Mateo, so the last time you you were here was February 2nd, 2018. Um, you were single then.
1: I was single then, and we. I was staying in your old apartment with John, and I was oh, sleeping on a couch yes. with um, Veronica. Yes. And uh, living a different life. Maybe.
0: Those were the days. Yeah, that was... That was a wild time. Because, yeah, me and John had that two-bedroom. Veronica Soria would sleep on the couch sometimes. Sometimes uh, Allison Rich would sleep on the couch. It was a fun time.
1: I always had a good time at that apartment. I mean, actually, that's sort of what solidified all of us. And yeah. every time I came to L.A., it was like the only thing that made it feel like home was hanging out with you and John.
0: Oh, my God. That's so sweet. Sashir would also sleep on that couch.
1: Sashir oh. will sleep anywhere. <laughs> Literally will sleep anywhere. And so so the last, like, hoorah, uh, me, Nicole, and Sashir. We always do New Year's together. And so we were flying back from Italy, and me and Nicole got first class, and Sashir did not.
0: She was number one on the upgrade list, and I said, well, I'm just gonna go ahead and buy the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> like an evil fucking friend. I was just like, okay, you're thin, you can survive being back there. A fatty, they'll eat me alive.
1: But also, Sashir's fine. if They were like, you have to go... You have to go to the back of the plane. You have to get it, under it, the plane. She'd yeah, be like, great. She'd be like, okay, is there snacks? <laughs> and she would be fine. As long as you feed me, I'm fine. And she actually was smart because right before COVID and she was wrapped up like a mummy. We went back, mm-hmm. I went to bed to go give her a cookie and I couldn't find her.
0: <laughs>
1: I saw an ancient artifact. I was like, she where's be, my friend? Yeah, she had her
0: hood, a scarf wrapped over her her nose and her mouth, you could only see her. Oh, and there was no eyes because she was wearing a sleep mask. Yeah. Are you single, Mateo?
1: Um, I don't know. I don't think so. No, I'm not.
0: What a beautiful place to be.
1: But like a month ago I was.
0: Yeah. The unknown, but like kind of knowing is a beautiful place to be.
1: I'm, I'm currently dating someone that I feel is very healthy for me Mm -hmm. and vice versa and a good communicator and someone that I would want to be friends with, um, which I've never had that before. Um, but. Uh, have we said like we're boyfriends and Mm -hmm. those words haven't come out but we're exclusively dating each other and i'm not dating other people or sleeping with other people
0: god that is so nice that is all that i want the other day i looked at my dog clyde and i said clyde are you the only man that's gonna be loyal to me are you the only man who's gonna stick by my side and then he threw up on the floor (laughs) i'm not kidding Wait, Mateo, can I read to you some messages that I've gotten? (laughs) Sure. On the dating apps? Are you still (laughs) on the dating apps? I'm not. When did you get off of them?
1: The last one I was on was Raya, which is supposed to be like the elitist celebrity. Did you think one. you
0: were catfishing or was that Grinder?
1: That was Tinder. Well, Grinder, yes. Uh, uh, I, when I tried Grinder, um, it said that I was catfishing as Mateo Lane, so it, it kicked me off. And then I tried Tinder when I was in London a year ago, mm-hmm. and then they also kicked me off. They said I was catfishing as Mateo Lane. So um, I was down to Raya, and then Raya, they try and match you someone who lives in Belgium, and they only show you five people a day. I'm like, well, this. It doesn't really.
0: Interesting. Fuck, where? I took a screenshot because I was like, this is nuts. Um, Okay, well, I'm going to read to you first. I'm going to read to you someone's profile.
1: Okay. On Tinder? Yes. Okay.
0: Who's looking for an actual man with a car, a place, a job, crazy I have to say these things, but L.A., Pedro Pascal level, daddy energy, mostly hilarious, hotter in person, globetrotter, dad jokes, pro at Irish goodbyes, 6'2 because height matters on profiles, no games, or B.S., ready for a real man? Let's do this!
1: I hate this person.
0: <laughs> and he wrote to me, damn, can daddy enjoy those curves? You're fine AF. You know,
1: did you write back? No. You should.
0: I just took a screenshot. (laughs) I said, yuck. Yeah. This other man said to me, hey, sausage. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) What? This man said, hey, sausage.
1: And that's it?
0: Yes. (laughs) What? What do you think that means? Is he calling me fat?
1: But you don't look like a sausage.
0: If you wrote this to me and you listen to the podcast, maybe I'll just say, what do you mean?
1: I'm going to say, what? Someone just said to me, que paso?
0: What's up?
1: What happened?
0: Oh, my God. What happened to what?
1: Just Que paso? Just that? Yeah.
0: Wow, we're really crushing it on the dating apps. What happened? I'm like, that's this
1: message on Instagram.
0: So you're not looking for anybody right now. And I said before, truly... Just a lovely place to be. It's a real treat.
1: Well, I haven't had good lucks with relationships. I only had two, and they've both not been great. Even though I'm friends with my uh, second ex, Mm -hmm. um, it just didn't work romantically. What
0: happened with your first ex?
1: Do Um, I know about your first ex? I don't know. We were young. I was probably 22 22? when we dated. Mm -hmm. It wasn't great. I don't want to go into too much detail, but I don't think it was great. Looking back now, I don't think it was great. Um, But this one feels very healthy and very good. So I feel like, you know, my career is going well. And it's nice to feel like I can share part of that, Mm -hmm. you know, with someone, my success a little bit.
0: That's lovely. That's all, it's the only thing anybody could possibly want, just to be able to share success with somebody. I mean, I'm truly looking for someone who's, like, happy for my success, proud of my success, and wants to, like, watch the Fast and the Furious movies with me while I scream information at them.
1: I, <laughs> well, you do deserve somebody who appreciates you. I do, I wonder sometimes, and I think gay men, we get this too, it's like, there, there's, I don't know, if like, men are intimidated by women or other gay men who are, who do well, or Mm -hmm. are very independent rather. Because I think people, a lot of traits in men wanna feel like that they're like the center of someone's life and we're very friend and work oriented. Yes. Like you and I in particular are workhorses and obsessed with our friends.
0: Yes, I love my friends very dearly. I would do anything for a friend. Um, (laughs) Also, I think like, okay, I feel like a lot of people Say that like men are intimidated by a successful woman. I think, sure, to an extent, but also I have come to the realization that like I live in LA. Mm -hmm. LA, you have like the pick of like traditionally beautiful women, and I'm not saying I'm not pretty, I'm just not traditionally pretty, and I understand that and I know that. So I do think that like the way I look does work against me here in LA. I think I would clean up in other cities.
1: Yeah, I mean, also, I think, I mean, probably I, the dating scene in L.A. and New York is just not it. I think outside of anything, it's, it's everyone's fourth priority. So yeah. you're going on these dates and it feels like a drive through or a job interview and you, no one's connecting. And especially here in L.A., everyone's like, you know, and, and what are you doing right now? It's mm-hmm. like, what does that matter? Why are you, not? One of these questions has been about my integrity.
0: What's a question that you would like to get asked about your integrity?
1: Um, I mean, moral questions, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you see yourself communicating in a relationship? Oh, my God. Something like that. That's a great question. Well, I think that's the most important thing, because I think everyone is afraid to talk to each other about what they're thinking and feeling, including myself and past relationships. Uh, based out of fear, I think a fear motivates a lot of people in their relationships, and then mm-hmm. that's where things start to spiral. And I think it's better to just be upfront and get that out of the way, and then build your foundation on someone who's gonna be honest no matter what. Cause even if it's not pretty, honesty at least is more healthy.
0: I just watched an Instagram video where it was a lady playing both parts. Okay. And the one person was like, you wouldn't want me to tell you if I was less attracted to you if you gained weight. And the other person was like, yes, I do. And he's like, but you would get mad at me. And they were like, I wouldn't get mad at you. I would just know that you tie everything about this relationship to the way that I look. So you should be honest with me and tell me. And then the the other person was like, but then you would leave. And they were like, yes. And I thought that was really interesting because a lot of people in relationships will hold back actual thoughts because they don't want the other person to leave and they want to – Uh, not communicate their feelings well. Did I explain that well? Yeah, you
1: did. I I think that, you know, that right there, the the question in and of itself, Mm -hmm. the the theory question he asked already means that we have a bad foundation.
0: Yeah, because I think about that a lot. I'm like, what if I like, what if my body changed? Or not what if, my body will change. What if I get into a relationship with somebody and they're like, I don't like your new body. And I'm like, what?
1: I would say I think that's a problem. Right? Yeah. You want someone who's, you know, there's certain things obviously about health and relationships. And I think it's good for, for partners to tell other partners, like, are you smoking? Are you mm-hmm. drinking too much? Are Look, there's certain things that you do that, you know, maybe aren't appropriate. Now we're getting into our fucking 40s and mm-hmm. it's there's certain yeah. health things. So, you know, I think that those kind of conversations are important. Or if someone is concerned about their body and expresses to their partner I'm feeling a certain way mm-hmm. and their partner says well then what can we do to to <laughs> mitigate those problems or to at least focus on getting you to a place where you feel like you're happy you know and healthy mm-hmm. and I'm I'm there to be with you but it shouldn't be about you look this way mm-hmm. and I want you to look this way because that right there goes to that shows you everything about that person yeah
0: because then it's like you weren't in it for the right reasons
1: a lot, I think a lot of people aren't in it for the right reasons. Ugh. People are uh, in jobs for the wrong reasons, you know, relationships. Yeah. And but again, that's where I think it's fear based and fear motivated rather than love. It's harder to to look for things when it's love based and communication based. But um, I don't know. Far and few between. Did this get too serious? No. Okay.
0: Well, I don't have, I didn't ask Lindsay for a one-sheet on you. She usually does research on my uh, guests.
1: Okay. And
0: she did ask. She said, do you need a one-sheet on Mateo? I know you're friends with him. And I said, no, bitch, live! Live! So she didn't do a one sheet. So I, I don't have anything to So now to, you know
1: nothing about me. I have well,
0: nothing to reference. We're
1: promoting my special
0: <laughs> which I comes, have asked her for a
1: Watch, which comes out June 11th uh-huh. on YouTube called yes. Hair Plugs and Heartache. Yes. So please watch it. I've worked really hard on this.
0: And I've seen it. It's fabulous. It's so good. Thanks. Um, it's like, I don't know, like some of your best work that I've seen. Thanks. There's this one. Story from this Instagram post that really gets me good. It's real. I, I just, I'm excited for people to see this because I got to see it. I saw it at the Ace Theater. Yeah. I got to open for you, uh, showed up, and I said, Who's hosting? And you said, You. <laughs>
1: Wait, okay. So let me explain. Anytime me, Sashir, Nicole does something, we ask each other to host for each other. So I hosted for your special. I've hosted for Sashir's special. So anything special, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh my God, I'm doing two shows at the Ace Theater, downtown LA, it's sold out, it's 4,000 people. I'm very excited. So I said, Nicole, will you host the shows for me? Cause I thought it would be fun. And you go, absolutely. So then a week before I text like, see you Friday. For what? (laughs) I was like, for the the shows. You're like, I can't do Friday. (laughs) I go, okay, Saturday, well, sure. I go, it's at the Ace Hotel Theater. Then I said, I got your email, right? And then I had my tour manager send you all the information the morning of, what time is it? (laughs) I said, well, it's at seven. I'm getting there at 6.30. Where is it? I said, did you not get the email? I didn't get the email. (laughs) And I go, okay. So we get there and I'm sitting across from Joel Kambuster and River Butcher and Nicole walks in and goes, where's the drinks? (laughs) It, where's the wine? I go, uh, no I go, because I'm first of all, all my friends are in AA, right? And you don't drink, and, and I don't drink. I mean, every once in a while I do, but and I was like, Oh, yeah, I'm like, we'll get you wine. And then you go, Now who's hosting? <laughs> and I go, Nicole, you're hosting. You go, I don't want to host. <laughs> I go, Nicole, and then Joel's like, Well, I'll host. I'm like, No, you're not. <laughs> I was like, Nicole is gonna host this show. And then what happened? Nicole goes out, she couldn't talk for two <laughs> minutes because they were cheering so loud for her and she (laughs) murdered and that's why i didn't advertise you or joel or miss coco peru anyone Mm -hmm. on the show because i was like i want to bring out my friends especially people that people know so you walked out there between you and joel walking out there i mean they lost their minds yeah
0: it was very fun and i will say i fully apologize for not writing down the I, dates of the show.
1: I don't take any offense to it.
0: I am such a full-blown Looney Tune. sometimes. You're a busy woman. Well, thank you, Mateo. I'm so excited for you. Where you started doing stand-up in Chicago?
1: I started in Chicago. Um, I started when I was 23. My first show was with Marty DeRosa. He hosted this show at this bar where you would you would win, like, um, they would give away sex toys. And I did three minutes. Lisa Traeger was on that show, and 33 members of my family came.
0: That's so supportive. But
1: that's when I started. But then I really started, like, really actually Mm -hmm. dedicated to stand-up. Because I just didn't understand what it was. I started Chicago January of 2011. Mm -hmm. And then I did it for however long until I moved to New York. Moved to New York City, and just the first day I moved to New York, I was doing open mics. Uh, Stand-up's been my through line for everything. I'm not, I'm, the industry's not really knocking on my door. But so. maybe
0: after this special.
1: <coughs> <laughs> Sometimes my body betrays me. But also, the one time you're trying to get serious in the interview. <laughs> you. <laughs> I don't even know what happened. You threw your head back. Oh, my God. I can't
0: believe my body did that. Well, after they see this special.
1: But I'm but that's i at the point now in my career, I'm like, I it's, none of that matters to me. I'm doing exactly what I mm-hmm. want to do. I don't view stand-up as a less form of art than acting or writing. I view it very important. I take it very seriously. And I love touring. I love touring. I'm doing gorgeous theaters. Yeah, you're doing I'm,
0: such huge venues. It's truly wild. So,
1: you know, I don't know. I'm having a, a, a great time, and I'm enjoying my life, and, you know... Do you
0: have chuckle fuckers?
1: Um, I'm sure I do. I mean, I get hit on a lot. But I'm more concerned about the work, to be honest with you. Okay. It's true. I okay. Don't, I, it's true.
0: I'm just really concerned with the work.
1: Have you, have you seen me post-show? I'm kidding. What am I, I know. I, I don't know. even... Tr- I'm like, okay, this joke didn't go well, that joke went well, this joke well, did then I, I go over all my notes, and then I, know. I immediately I go to the hotel.
0: I <laughs> That was like after my City
1: Winery show. You were trying to compliment me, and I was like, no! I, that, I missed punchline. Nicole, you literally <laughs> did a, a brand new hour. It was like your fourth time doing it. And I was like, wow. I was like, to have that much writing in such a short amount of time is so impressive. And I loved this joke. I loved that joke. You were like, it was horrible. I'll <laughs> never do it again. I quit this career and, and I- Goodbye. <laughs> I was like a little dramatic. I know. You were so good. Thank you. And Christy did 76 minutes. She said,
0: this is my show. And Christy Cheles. I wonder you know if she gets mad at me for doing her voice. Probably not. No, I don't think I so.
1: you. She makes me laugh so, She's so hard. So fucking
0: funny. I adore her. Um, Mateo, we have to take a break. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month. That's N U U L Y dot com. Newly with two U's with code DATEME20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp hel com slash date me. Mateo. <laughs> as a single lady, what kind of advice can you give me to hey, cute boyfriend?
1: Um, I would give you the advice that Cher gave that men are like desserts. Oh. That they're great, and they're lots of fun, but they're not necessary.
0: Mmm. She also said in an interview, someone was like, when are you going to get a man? She's like, I am my own man. You know, I am my own man. I am my own man.
1: Oh, sonny, you son of a bitch.
0: (laughs) She's trying to sell her Moroccan
1: estate, and it's very expensive. Well, because, honey, babe, I worked really hard decorating it, and it looks like the Cheesecake Factory.
0: I will say, it's a little bit better than Cheesecake Factory. So it's not like a 2005 Tuscan fantasy. Oh, it's God. Like, that
1: was, thank God that's over with. Oh, thank God. Minimalism is far. Minimalism and some marble I'm fine with. Um, Ew. Remember we saw Cher and she came down and you cried immediately? <laughs> and then... Uh, she
0: came down in a birdcage and an afro, then appropriated... Every race you could uh,
1: think of. I remember, yeah, it was. And
0: I loved it. I was sobbing. And she did stand up for a little bit. Yeah, she was like, oh, he, I'm 72, bitch. My knees hurt. I need Boniva. <laughs> I need Boniva. <laughs> oh, I loved her. And then she sailed across the stage in a gondola.
1: <laughs> she did a duet with herself. She
0: really did. And I had a blast.
1: Then Cher, uh, so so she was able to touch Cher, and then the lady hated you that worked there and stood in front of Nicole, wouldn't let Nicole get close to the stage, and then Nicole threw her entire drink on that woman. And she
0: smiled at me.
1: I've never felt someone's energy permeate more than Nicole's that day, because I was behind her. Nicole, don't you do it, Nicole, don't do it. Nicole, sit on her.
0: And And she smiled and said, have a nice day. And we ran. Um, I was like, we're about
1: to get arrested in Caesar's Palace.
0: Also, we went and saw Magic Mike. They stole <laughs> Sashir, sang to her on a piano. Matteo hooked up with a
1: dancer who made me watch three episodes of Charms before we had sex. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you never told me that. That was perfect.
1: I went over to his house. I'm like, wow, a magic mic dancer. This is gonna be hot. And he's like, You wanna watch TV? You know, gays okay, watch TV, sure, right? And he put on charms. Like, no, I
0: wanna watch TV. And he was
1: very serious about it. He was like, Oh my god, I this, this is my I love this episode. I'm like, fuck me. What are we doing here? That's um It's
0: so funny. I got nothing. I had to steal a glass from Magic Mike because they wouldn't give me a thing. But
1: then we went to Thunder Down Under the next night. they gave me
0: everything. And Nicole,
1: <laughs> there was six people in the audience. Uh, they ripped off Sashir's wig.
0: They spun a woman around in a computer
1: <laughs> chair so hard that she flew out of it. And then they were like, we're going to invite three women to the stage. It goes like, it means so that she were like, her, her, give it, her something. Because Nicole kept saying, I just want to get So she goes on stage. It's her and these two, I don't know, boring white women. And the host, who's like, I'm sure is a fake Australian. Is like, all right, ladies. So here we're going to go. We're going to do one at a time. We're going to do your best impression of an orgasm. And then whoever the winner is gets a special prize. So so of course, Nicole was last. First girl goes up, she's like, ooh, ooh, ah, ah, ooh, ah, ah. And then the next girl's like, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. (laughs) Then Nicole's turn. And it's obvious Nicole is a, a, a well seasoned performer because he goes Nicole, you can do anything, you can touch any part to of me, and Nicole goes any part. And he goes any part. I think of I me asked and She goes twice
0: to you... be like, are you sure mm-hmm. I can touch any part of you?
1: And he said absolutely. She grabs his crotch, and then she made the loudest orgasm sound in the world. So of course, Nicole wins. Now the audience is dying. It's become the Nicole buyer show, and instead of getting fucked like she thought, they just what well, they, they gave you me a, me
0: a bow. A bow. A bow. <laughs> It was the scraggliest boa I've ever seen. But all
1: the dancers requested a photo with her because they'd never had someone give that kind of an no orgasm Mateo. on stage.
0: Everyone who wins the orgasm contest gets a photo. Really? Yeah, one of them told me. I was like, oh, I feel so like special that you guys wanted a picture. And they're like, we didn't want it. You get it. And I was like, okay.
1: God. Well, so to, to be fair, that they were the worst everywhere. dancers I've ever seen. Thunder was going it. down under.
0: They were all in a different show. It was perfect.
1: Some of them weren't even in a show. Some <laughs> of them were just lost I just really love that there was stage.
0: computer chairs on stage. <laughs> I was like, we paid money for this.
1: It was like the cheapest chairs at Staples. Oh my god.
0: Good times. Good times. Wait, can I tell you what I did today? while I was running late? Sure. I was buying toilets.
1: <laughs> From where? No, no. Thank you, Rich, for asking. That's not the first question you ask. I would like to say she so casually said, I'm sorry I was late. (laughs) After that, my coffee wasn't on time. Something that someone does sort of generally every single day. When someone's buying a toilet, I can't think of anything more specific and time consuming. A toilet. I mean, you buy a toilet once every 15 years and you said it to me like you got a bagel. Toilets? Toilets? Plural?
0: I uh, Yes, so I... What color? I think it's called mint green, but also he might have said Ming green, but I hope it, he said mint, and I misheard him.
1: You want it to be green or purple?
0: No, I, well, I also have a, a purple toilet.
1: <laughs> Am I revealing too much about your life right now?
0: Here's the thing. When I talk about it, it sounds like my house is literally insane. It is on best friends. I reveal that I painted my TV room or my living room a watermelon color. The ceiling is watermelon,
1: and so the red or the green. This is o- Outside of the watermelon or inside? That's what she
0: said, and that's a fucking insane thing to ask.
1: Well, because I could Who imagine ever to... talks
0: about the outside of a watermelon being a color that you're going to paint something? You, I mean,
1: you you could. Nobody! So someone else asked this question? The so sure did. First of all, you're deciding to paint your ceiling a watercolor, <laughs> or a, 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 a watermelon, so don't come after us for asking a question, because we've never seen a watermelon ceiling. All
0: right, right. It is the pinky color of a watermelon. And
1: are you going to put the black seeds in it? Or is, no. it, is it seedless?
0: It's a seedless watermelon. I'm okay. not trying to choke the children. So it's a
1: pink ceiling.
0: It's not pink. It's watermelon. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I have a purple toilet in one bathroom. My bathroom is getting a black toilet. Um, and then there's a a green toilet. Ming. You're right. It Ming. Was, it's Ming green. Which it's, a, is it's a type strange... of marble. Oh, okay. A green marble, okay. yeah. Oh, I was like, that's such a weird yeah, right? name yeah. for it. So, yeah, I have. It does look like mint. Yeah, it does look like mint. And he was like, Ming. And I was like, huh, okay. Um, But yeah, I have just an array of colorful (laughs) toilets.
1: You live, out of all of my friends, and you're one of my best friends, you live the most (laughs) extravagant life.
0: They're used toilets. Other people have shat in these toilets. Don't say, Nicole, <laughs> don't, don't say that. Nicole, don't say that. What?
1: They're used. I love your life.
0: I went to the Pasadena Salvage uh, Center, I think Pasadena it was. Pasadena
1: Architectural one. Salvage?
0: Yes. Yeah. And it's fabulous. They have doors, just rows and rows of doors. And this is how I know I'm on the spectrum. I could look at doors all day, every day. Oh, this is a show. Can you believe it? I love you. I love you. And I'm so happy that you're here
1: in person in the studio. Isn't it? It makes me happy for just all your success because you've not done anything but be yourself. Here's also a secret people do not know about Nicole Byer. Nicole Byer comes off very funny and goofy and playful, but she turns into Joan Crawford as a businesswoman. (laughs) She is the best businesswoman in this industry. I don't know anyone who has more respect for themselves in this industry, knows what they want, knows what they deserve, doesn't play around with it. You know, ask Virginia Beach.
0: (laughs) I'll never go back. Um, I do appreciate that. I do...
1: You taught me a lot about how to conduct myself, how to talk to agents, how to talk to people who you're working with, how to behave on stage, all that stuff.
0: Well, it's just funny because I learned very early that when they offer you $10,
1: which was MTV,
0: they have $20. Yeah. But you'll settle on $18, $19. And then sometimes when they offer you 10, they have 30. So then you go to 20. You just like it's like whatever the opening offer is, they're willing to give that to you, which means they have more money.
1: Yeah, that we'd never give you the top. No. Like, here's the ultimate no. that we can give you. And it's
0: the same thing with, um, like, non-entertainment jobs. If they offer you a certain amount of money, they have more. But that's what
1: Barbara Corkin says. Is always ask for a raise. <laughs> always ask for a raise. And always... <laughs> you remind me myself when I was younger, hot, smart, and sexy. But I'm out. For that reason, I'm out. For that reason. Mm-hmm. One time she was explaining a restaurant, like, we didn't know what it was. Because uh-huh. she sold that food truck. You know, that like um, lobster food truck? Mm-hmm. And she was like, so now inst- we we put it in one place. So instead of running around the city trying to find it, it'll always be in the same place. <laughs> and it's called a restaurant. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we know, Barbara.
0: I think it's Barbara who insulted Whoopi on the view. She did.
1: Literally came for her. She was something about really pairs rude. of pants and she, she was like. Said,
0: after you're done with those pants, I'm going to take them and turn them into two pairs. Yeah. And, and Loppy was like, wait, what? Yeah. What? Isn't that rude? Oh, I the love it. fuck? And then I think she did a tour of her apartment in New York. And it's. If I had an I apartment like that, I wouldn't. Let anyone see it. Did I tell you I it's met too her? Big. Well, she
1: also during the middle of a pandemic thought it would be appropriate to show a picture of her coming out of a casket for her birthday party. <laughs> um, but Barbara Walters told Celine Dion she's ugly and told her, that, "Yeah, Celine, you were not beautiful." The younger kids called you Vampire Girl. Oh my god! Tell us about that. I don't know why. What is Celine supposed to say? I'm so sorry, Barbara. I should have been better looking when I was younger. I'm so sorry for you. Like she's 13, like leave her alone. She's this 13 year old singing beautifully. Yeah. And Barbara's like, but you look, but you're ugly. But Barbara Walters and Trina Wintour, a great comic, Trina Winter, look her up, she lives in Montreal. She brought up to me, Barbara, Barbara Walters is obsessed with looks. She would ask people if they're pretty, what's mm. it like to be beautiful? And if they weren't pretty, <laughs> why aren't you beautiful?
0: <laughs> That's very funny. Um, I think it's, who's that man with the suspenders?
1: Right. Larry King? Yes. Yeah.
0: He asked um DJ Khaled. He was like he was like, "What about your success?" And he's going on and on about his success and he's like, "Why are you so fat?" <laughs> and then he was like, "I guess uh, I just ate a lot." But then later I saw on Instagram DJ Khaled made a video that was like, "Why don't I lose weight? Cuz I never lose." And I was like, "Well, I'm going to use that for the rest <laughs> of my life." Once when I- my doctor says, "What's going on with your weight?" and I'll be like, "I never lose." Ah! And then she's going to be like, so you want to keep the
1: diabetes?
0: (laughs) We have to take another break. Okay. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that Everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlanParenthood.org/slash future. That's PlanParenthood.org slash future. Okay. Hey! Did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 of the year you finally check it off the list with Babble.
1: We are dating. I know. I talk to you all day, every day. I know. We've seen each other naked multiple times. I don't think you've
0: ever seen me fully naked. I've never seen you fully naked. You've
1: seen me fully naked. I've been, there's pictures of it. Maybe you're holding
0: your crotch. I've never seen your... Dick and balls? Yes. I don't know why I said bean bean. (laughs) It just felt so raw
1: to say penis. But we were very close. We're basically dating. Yes. I do love you. Your family. Your family to me, too. I love you so much. I think the world of you. I'm, I, I feel very blessed that we have such a beautiful, fun friendship and that we met each other on Sashir's Bed, eleven years ago. It is
0: funny. You were the little, the little man in the attic. <laughs> I was it. I was the
1: Do you know you started my whole career? What
0: do you mean? Because I was just
1: an open micer, and I remember I did this um, diversity showcase at uh, this is the NBC diversity showcase, and they had auditions. You wait all day in line. It was at Gotham, uh-huh. and I went up, and they were like, you know, basically no. And I was like, I feel like you know, I was a better comic than than. Um, They said I was, and you said, well, you should talk to my friend Dory and do the diversity showcase in L.A. I'll get you his number right now. And then you sent Dory a video of me, Mm -hmm. and he was like, I want to meet him. Tell him to come out to L.A. Now, I'm I'm an open micer. I've never done this. And then because I was going to L.A., um, uh, someone connected me with my old manager and was like, oh, you should have a manager there so that they can, like, guide you. And that was the start of everything.
0: I didn't know that. My God,
1: I'm powerful. You are powerful. You owe me your career.
0: (laughs) Give me 10% of all of your earnings.
1: (laughs) You would be like, get this shit away from me. (laughs) I want more toilets. (laughs) I want a pink one, a purple one, a blue one, and a mean
0: green. And here's the gang. I'm not even installing these toilets. They're just lined up on my front lawn as decor.
1: I wouldn't put a pasture, I would believe you and 100%. it says,
0: feel free to take a shit, I'll use it as a stuff for the farm. Because I had a farm, remember my farm during the pandemic?
1: Farm or you grew some strawberries? Farm? You know. <laughs> you don't have to
0: do that. Because I was a farmer.
1: Okay. My cool.
0: harvests were small. Six or seven tomatoes at a time. I, could, I couldn't I could figure out how to grow strawberries. They would only get to be like teeny, <laughs> teeny, tiny. They'd be like the size of my thumb. And I would. Sli- when people would come over, I would slice them up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if we have 16, it's like you're having one strawberry. And I would just give
0: people these itty-bitty slices of strawberry <laughs> like
1: a lunatic. It's like the plant didn't want to grow. No, and I would
0: <laughs> talk to them all the time when I dislocated my ankle. <laughs> I remember pulling myself up on my windowsill to look outside to where my plants were. And I said, you all have to die. And then Milheiser was like, I'll water them. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mateo, we've come to the end. What would you like to promote?
1: Watch my special June 11th on YouTube called Hair Plugs and Heartache. It's going to be fun. I'm on tour. Uh, So please come see me on tour at MateoLinkComedy.com. And you can catch me, and Nicole, at the this is why I'm bad at improv at the we you can catch us on the moon.
0: We're going to the moon, bitch. <laughs> We're gonna get a ticket via Elliot Musk. Um <laughs> <laughs> If you like this episode of you can like, you can rate, subscribe, give me five stars on iTunes or whatever, or I podcast. I don't fucking know. Spotify and shit. Um, but if you write me something nasty hitting on me, I'm running low. We need more submissions. It's why won't you me at gmail.com. Mars, my producer, reads it, and she doesn't want to see dick pics because She ain't like that. So this person said, hi, Nicole, here's my dirty wish. I want to suck your vagina till all the juices come out and my tongue dissolves into your pus.
1: Is his tongue made of like like candy?
0: I don't, is my vagina made of acid? (laughs) (laughs) Then you scream, why won't you lick me as I shove my big member up your booty? Oh yes, because I guess my vagina is acid. And you <gasps> shout, what a treat! what a dream. You come, and then I drink it as a smoothie for breakfast. So it is acid because my cum is thick enough to be a smoothie and you drink my cum for lunch. <laughs> 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 what will we have for dinner? <laughs> That's funny. That's it.
1: People are unwell. I
0: love it. These are my favorites. I have read them in front of some people and I've done some episodes where I don't read them in front of people because I've like read the room mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, this I think is going to, you know, I don't think you like me. And this is going to send you <laughs> over the edge,
1: um,
0: which is like, that's fine. All right. That's it. Mateo.
1: Do you want to get lunch?
0: I have a meeting at two. Mm. I can get a quick bite. No, it's okay. At cafe gratitude.
1: Okay. Or La Monade.
0: Yeah. This is fun, this is what the people really want. (laughs) They do,
1: people wanna know what we do. They want to know. Oh my God, it's a Zoom. It's enough (laughs) with Zoom, it's enough already with Zoom.
0: People love a Zoom. I once hopped on a Zoom for them to tell me just when something was airing. And I was like, is that it? And they were like, yes. And I was like, okay. And they were like, great to see you. And I was like, all right.
1: Toodle-oo. You know, that would have been a, a parking a meeting, this yeah, or that, that or that. So it, at least we can do it on our phone.
0: But I was like, can we just have it be a phone call? And then there's some meetings I've had that should it like a notes call. I'm like, that should be a Zoom. I want to see your faces. you give me the note. Yeah. I want to know if you believe in this note.
1: Do Do they mm-hmm. do auditions still in person at all?
0: Listen, this is what the SAG-AFTRA... Um, we voted to authorize a strike. Part of our, what we want is a cap on pages for Zoom auditions, because no one has really gone back in person. Um, they're asking you to memorize 13 pages at a time. They're like, it's due tomorrow at 7 a.m. And you're like, uh, uh. Um, So that's that's part of it.
1: Yeah, I think two pages is enough.
0: I think so, but also. And if
1: they like more, then, then I'll do 13.
0: Yeah, sure, yeah, for a callback I'll do more, but a lot of times, and this has happened several times to me, I've learned an audition, I've put it on tape, I've rehearsed it, I have made John Milheiser come to my home, um, I've made him give me notes, I've, made, I've hel- like, made him help me through it, and then submitted it, and the next day they went, oh, the offer's already out to somebody, and I'm like, oh, I understand that I did that as a backup, and I understand <laughs> how the world works. But why don't you finalize your offer before you make people work? Full free?
1: I just don't audition anymore. <sighs> this, I mean, uh, I would
0: love to be offer only. That would be a dream, but, I'm, you
1: know. I'm certainly not offer only. Mateo Lane is
0: offer only. You heard it here first. He won't audition. He won't even come.
1: I will come.
0: All right. That's it. Goodbye, Mateo. I love you, Nicole. I love you, Mateo. Why Won't You Date Me with Nicole Byer is produced by me. Mars. It's executive produced by Adam Sachs, Nick Liao, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco. With talent bookings by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Maddie Auden. Got a question, crazy dating story, or a dirty message for Nicole? Write it to whywon'tyoudatemepodcast at gmail.com for a chance to have it featured on a future episode. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week with a brand new episode. Bye-bye. Two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. (laughs) AutoTrader. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places?